Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and it's great to have you with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is April 20th, and our reading comes from Luke chapter 20. Let me give you a little background. Jesus is teaching in the synagogue. A group of religious leaders kind of surround him. They're trying to trap him, trying to trip him up. Jesus is a threat to their authority, to their comfortable lifestyle, to the power and influence they have in the Jewish community. And so they're trying to trick Jesus. They're trying to find some reason for arresting him, for taking him out. And so Jesus tells this parable about them. It begins in verse 9. Here's what Jesus says. It says, Now Jesus turned to the people again and told them this story. A man planted a vineyard. He leased it to tenant farmers and moved to another country to live for several years. At the time of the great harvest, he sent one of his servants to collect his share of the crop. But the farmers attacked the servant beat him up, and sent him back empty-handed. So the owner sent another servant, but they also insulted him, beat him up, and sent him away empty-handed. A third man was sent, and they wounded him and chased him away. What will I do, the owner asked himself. I know I'll send my cherished son. Surely they will respect him. But when the tenant farmers saw his son, they said to each other, Here comes the heir to the estate. Let's kill him and get the estate for ourselves. So they dragged him out of the vineyard and murdered him. What do you suppose the owner of the vineyard will do to them? Jesus asked. I tell you, he will come and kill those farmers and lease the vineyard. How terrible that such a thing should ever happen, his listeners protested. Jesus looked at them and said, Then what does the scripture mean? The stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. Everyone who stumbles over that stone will be broken to pieces, and it will crush anyone it falls on. When Jesus tells this story, as you can imagine, the religious leaders are furious. He is describing them. God sent prophets who came to try to warn Israel, warn the Jewish people, you are heading in the wrong direction. But rather than receiving their warning and instruction, they murdered them or ran them out of town. Finally, God the Father sends his own son. Jesus comes, God in the flesh. And once again, they don't listen to him. They don't receive the warning. They're not responding to his instruction They're prepared to kill him. Now, we know in the first century, the Jews reject Jesus as the Messiah. They kill him. At this moment, God grafts in the Gentiles. The church age begins, and we're living in that now. But I was thinking some about how does this apply to us as believers 2,000 years later? We know what's the application. And a couple things come to mind. First is that there is a stewardship, that there's an accountability that's on all of us, that God has trusted us 
with the kingdom. He's trusted us with the gospel. And one day we will have to give an account what we did with all that he trusted us with. You remember, we were created to rule and to reign on the earth, to usher in his kingdom under God's authority. And so there's some accountability there, right? There's some stewardship there. And so all of us need to think a little bit about how do I leverage my life, all that God has entrusted with me to build his kingdom, to make a difference, to be a blessing to the nations. So that's something to think about. Then the other thing that I think really stands out is that the first three servants represent the prophets. The son, of course, represents Jesus. And what we have to be careful is that sometimes in American culture, we can get to building our kingdom. We're doing our thing. We've got our plans. We're living the American dream, right? And we don't want the word of God or the spirit of God or the church or even our friends. We don't want anybody trying to tell us how to build our kingdom. And that's what was happening in the story. The Jewish people, they didn't receive the prophets and they didn't receive Jesus. They killed them. And if we're not careful, we're so focused on our agenda that we end up rejecting God's word, his instruction. And if we're not careful, we begin to silence the voice of the spirit in our life. Now, here's why it's so important to to try to straighten this out in our mind. Everything that God does is motivated by his love for us. So when God does try to communicate to us through his word or try to communicate to us through his spirit, it's motivated by his love. It's motivated by his desire for us to live our very best life. So if we silence the voice of God's word or if we silence the voice of God's spirit, we're only harming ourselves. So I want to encourage you, let's open our heart. This is why this podcast is so important. We're learning to open the Bible and to allow the Word of God to speak into our life. And sometimes His voice confronts our decisions, our direction, our relationships, our thinking, our attitude. And all of that's good because it's motivated by His love and His desire for us to live a blessed and abundant life. So let's open our hearts to the Word of God. Let's open our hearts to the Spirit of God as we're learning to be with Jesus and becoming like Jesus. We're growing our capacity to hear His voice, to be led by the Spirit every moment of every day in every relationship, every decision, all that we're dealing with and facing in our life. And when we do, when God does return, man, we can expect to receive a great reward. Jesus is our cornerstone. So let's build our life on that rock, that truth. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you so much for everybody listening. They're listening to this podcast because they're hungry to hear the word and to allow you to shape their life, to shape their thinking, to shape their future. So God, we don't want to silence your voice. Lord, give us ears to hear. Help us to open our heart, to open our mind every day to your word and to your spirit so that you can lead us into our very best life, a life that makes a difference for your kingdom that glorifies your name. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, thanks again for being with me today. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.